Thank you so much for listening to Chaotic Harmony and going through the journey of this first season with us. Uh, we, this is already episode 20, and we cannot believe how much we have learned and have grown from this project. The four of us have watched this blossom into something that we never dreamed that it would be, but we're very grateful for it, and we're very grateful for all of you. Um, we are looking for content for our next season uh, that starts in the new year, so if you have an idea for something that you'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast, please email us chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com we will be coming in the new year on January 15th 2020 with a brand new episode about planning how do we plan for seven grade levels we would love to hear your ideas as well Um, and your voice is what makes this community and this podcast powerful we believe in the power of stories so thank you please keep reaching out to us please let us know how your story is growing in your life and have a wonderful holiday season. Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. I'm Mark. I'm Zoe. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share inspiration. We share struggles. We brainstorm solutions. We would love to have you join us. Hey, welcome to Chaotic Harmony. Um, I'm very happy to welcome our guest Hans Chamberlain today. Hi, Hans. Hello, hello. Um, We've been really excited to have Hans on the program because he has been, uh, you have been around longer than all of us. I'm old, is what you're saying. Well, I put that way. Older than all of us. (laughs) I gotta say, you don't look older than all of us. For sure. You could definitely fool everybody. Yeah, I still get carded quite often. That's right. Lori (laughs) Humphrey said that too. Yeah, two years ago I was carded for buying a rated R movie. So. (laughs) <laughs> it's, uh, two, you said? It's for, yeah. Still okay. got it. <laughs> That's awesome. But I'm finally at the age where it's a good thing. So, yeah. finally hitting there. I'm 38. So, yay. Nice. That's it. Yay. Um, Hans, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, my name is Hans. Hi. I am a music teacher in yay. Chula Vista Elementary School District. Mm-hmm. Um, I started teaching right after college in 2003. I went to University of Redlands and uh, Music Ed. I was a vocal major there, and I now get to teach, and I sing, and I play. I play in a lot of different jazz groups and blues groups and and such, and then I get to sing like acapella jazz during the holidays, too, with a, with a, uh, a quartet, which is awesome. That's so fun. Dub, dub. Is yeah. it one of the ones that dresses that. up, like the Christmas carol? We we do we have festive outfits. Nice. Yes, yes. There's some festiveness going on. Very cool. <laughs> okay, I don't mean to interject, but I am going to. Do it. <laughs> I feel like you you skipped over like it's such a crucial detail in University of Redlands in that time. Can you like you met Iris? Oh uh, yeah. Who? No. So my my wife is uh, is Irish. She's a Yay. teacher in the district, <laughs> and uh, she teaches fourth grade. She was a double major musical theater and liberal studies. Okay. We and love Iris. We yeah, do. I do too. She's so it's <laughs> marriage is working really well. Um, <laughs> I'm a fan of marriage. Uh, so we actually we met in kindergarten. We both oh, went wow. to no. yeah, oh my gosh, we went no to Hilltop way. Elementary School. So oh my gosh. so you're from Chula Vista. I'm from Chula oh. Vista. It's my okay. town. Yeah. It's my town. <laughs> okay. <So. Ooh>. Possessive. <laughs> yeah. Land on the territory. Exactly. Hashtag this is Chula. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. We yeah. I, right I now teach, you know, seriously like four minutes from the school where I oh went to elementary school. In. Wow. So I can't believe this. Yeah. So I was begging for this story before the podcast started and I'm so happy to hear it. <laughs> Kindergarten. Yeah, and then we. Uh, 
um, in, we went to Chula Vista High School. I came in halfway through high school at mm-hmm. Chula. And we, you know, high school sweethearts. We got, Aww. got, uh, we became boyfriend Aww. and girlfriend. You know, I gave her a note, you know, and she had to yeah. circle yes or no. <laughs> not, you know. Will you go it's, out with me, yes or no? Yeah, That's it's one of those awesome. things. Yeah. Did you watch um, circle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I she wrote it in. <laughs> right, yeah. You guess. Uh-huh. Circle. I had yes and yes, and you had to cheat. No, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but then we, yeah, we started going out in, in high school and then stayed together all through college and got married right after senior year. And uh, yeah, and then what's, you know, just to add to it. So when I started teaching, um, there became two positions open at Discovery Charter Elementary. Uh-huh. And they needed a music teacher and a dance teacher, but Aww. both part time. Mm. And uh, but they had some other needs as well. So like. For my first five years of my teaching career, I taught PE in the morning, which is hilarious because I even took like show choir as my PE credit in high school. <laughs> but uh, so I taught PE in the mornings and music in the afternoons, and uh, and Iris um, taught like EL support and then uh, dance in the afternoon. So we were part of the, of, a, of a VAPA wow. team together. Okay. Oh wow! But we even like we interviewed together because there was like a need immediate. And uh, mm-hmm. that was with uh, with Michael Cole. Uh, it was awesome, awesome principal, super supportive of the arts. Mm-hmm. And even before like the Chula Vista boom, like we had right. mm-hmm. we had like a full fine arts team with right. with all four disciplines, and we got to do just a lot of cool things together. Which was rare, I'm sure, back Very then. Very rare. Right. So what and was it like back then? Well, as as... and I've only heard those stories from charter school mm. teachers right. too. Mm. Is that pretty much accurate? That it was just in the charters? Y- yes, I also yeah. don't have a district teacher perspective on that that's because right. because okay. I I was that's how I started. I started in okay. charter school, you know, and everybody staying super late, doing a lot of extra work. But mm-hmm. it's like you're wearing tons of hats as we yep. do as music teachers, mm-hmm. right? And uh, just you know trying to work together to build something cool. Yeah. Um, with uh, with all four of those disciplines together, we started putting on musicals, and musicals are still happening there. Like mm-hmm. yearly. Yep. now, Iris is directing them, mm-hmm. uh, but we co-directed for a while, and I was just music directing for a while. But it's been it's got to be like fourteen or fifteen productions. Mm-hmm. It's gotten really huge. Um, it has. So. Yeah. What did you guys do last year? Well, I so I haven't been a part of it because oh, okay. I got my own stuff now at Castle Park. Okay, but, and she's still at Discovery. And she's still at Discovery. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So she's taught there for her whole career. Okay, yeah. okay. And I know um, your your kids went there too, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they both go there now. Okay. So wait, they um, they went to Discovery. So they chose the mommy. They what? Never mind. They picked mom. Yeah. Oh, they said they picked mom. (laughs) See, well, it happened when, you know, my my oldest was Mm -hmm. in kindergarten, Mm -hmm. my last year of teaching there. So they already started started there. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that story, Hans. You're welcome. You want me to tell it again, (laughs) Billy? Yes. Yes? Okay. Okay. In kindergarten, <laughs> I wrote a note. No, okay. In kindergarten, oh wow! Got hey, achieving, she was really really achieving. <laughs> so wait, afterwards, where did you go? After what? Discovery. After discovery. So after discovery, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I taught at Discovery for nine years. I did like PE, you know, for five years, mm-hmm. and music in the afternoon. And then I did uh, technology support for four years and did music in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Um, and then this position opened up, you know, full-time music and at Castle Park, at Castle Park. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of one of the first, it was, uh, funded through a grant by Promise Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And the grant was for the teacher salary and, um, a full class set of orchestral strings. Wow. Okay. Um, and I mean, I set out to be, you know, a choir guy. I was going to be like high school choir guy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I love acapella music. I love singing. 
Um, so, you know, being tossed into strings was, was kind of a wake-up call, but it's it's awesome. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Had you been a strings player at all before you started teaching no. it? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, you direct a phenomenal orchestra. We have more orchestra. in common oh, well, than I you. thought, Hans. Well, yeah, I know, we, you know, just <laughs> yeah. the methods courses, you know, <laughs> right. for music ed. Right, sure. No, Man, though, his orchestra is fire. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. They sound incredible. Yeah, Hans has yeah. been part of our collaborative concert for the past two years, and both times the orchestra's brought it we mm. just stand in the back with drop jaws yeah and like, just watch the master work mm. how so how many years have you been there now this is my sixth or seventh i think okay so i feel like it's your seventh i might be i think yeah. so if i'm remembering that's that right. age thing again <laughs> years you, you start forgetting things. i know listen yeah you. but no it's three years it's, older uh, than me <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot to learn mm-hmm. these three years <laughs> uh-huh thanks mr chamberlain yeah. <laughs> So, um, so tell me, I know that you have experience as a child going through Chula Vista with music in school. Is that correct? It is not. It is not. No, I, I did. Cause there's um, a story that a certain board member likes to tell. Okay. So that had nothing to do with Chula Vista, Okay, but it, I mean, I had like, you know, song flutes in third grade, but apart from okay. that song, flute how that differentiate from worse, worse than <laughs> worse recording. Than recording. <laughs> Could you expound, please? Well, you know, I'm, I'm one of the few. I, I love recorder, man. Sure. Yeah. I think but recorder. It's, it's, it's known it's I mean, quantitatively as the death instrument by right. many. So you're saying worse yeah, to those people. Well, worse in the flute. sense that, like, I don't know. I mean, recorder, you can play chromatically up two octaves. That's yeah. like a legit instrument. So what is a song, what is a song flute? It's like just diatonic, like you can play a Eight scale. Notes? Yeah. The end. Yeah, it's That's like a really harmonica, sad. but okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah. an instrument was not thrust into your hands in Chula Vista no, schools. No, I, I grew up in a really musical family. Um, okay. So my uh, my mom and my dad they both sing. My dad played uh, professional trombone in uh, in just here in the San Diego community. Okay. Uh, we even got to play like in bands together, which is really cool. Jazz Cats That's Orchestra, really cool. and we've gotten hired for gigs together, so it was really awesome. That's really cool. Um, but uh, we I remember, you know. Like we, on a car trip, we'd be singing, and and my mom just you know really good harmonizer, and so we would just start you know working harmonies, and and we'd be singing four part harmony as a as a family of four, mm-hmm. and that's just something that we did. It just became a natural thing, mm-hmm. and um, I think I attribute a lot of my love for music just just for that. Just singing mm-hmm. together as a family is is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, that's Definitely. been something I've been trying to unpack in recent months. Like, mm-hmm. what is it about a car trip? Like a long car trip that is just so conducive for singing. I feel like those were mm-hmm. my most, um, some of my most formative musical memories mm-hmm. were in a car. Well, mm. I feel like, when, like before the headphones and such, before and you had the well, mm-hmm. before you had only AA batteries to charge your thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or, mm-hmm. or D batteries if you had that. But um, you know, you're forced to either look out the window or listen to something as a communal aspect. And right. yeah. for the fact that like, singing is a wonderful uh, way to do it. I remember mm-hmm. over fall break, I was kayaking with, I was in a tandem kayak. That was the first time ever doing that. Mm. And the friend I was with, um, we, we were both kind of struggling to get our, we, it was a long session. And so just started singing. And, mm-hmm. just, uh, and that just brought our spirits back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of dumb singing. But, Nothing yeah. makes you happier than singing with people. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's true. My kids and I sing to, um, we have Keith Terry's um, CD in the I car. The one that. that he did for CD. kids. It's really great. I love it's everything great. about you. Oh. That one? Yeah. 
I was like, I love you too, Zoe. Oh, but yeah, that is so the name of the CD. That's a side note. We'll take it. I know. Yeah. Bonus points. Uh, yeah, that one and Doug Goodkin's uh, Jazz for Kids on the Boom Chicka Boom. Those mm. are great. My kids love those. Anyway, That's but yeah, awesome. car trips are fun. Do you sing with yeah. your girls in the car? Yeah, we still, yeah. you know, we sing and, and you know, we're into Carry it. I remember um, in high school, we sang uh, Boys to Men's Yesterday Arrangement. Yes. Such a good like a, song. You know, like a, um, what's the word? Talent show or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was awesome. So good. Oh, it was classic. Yeah. So. Good oh, that times. was a different song. I'm sorry. Good I sang times. a different song. It wasn't Yesterday. It's okay. That's okay. It still sounds good. No, it's not okay. But I did want to add. So that's at Miss Kumaga. Yes. No. (laughs) But do you also sing on your boat? I want to know. Oh, Oh, I want to hear boat stories. Mm. Hans has a sailboat. Yeah, I'm into sailing His family goes sailing. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sing on your boat. We don't sing on the boat. It's, I'm oh, usually no I'm usually stressed about it. So you know, focus on it. There's so what much stuff to do. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, that makes sense though, because I feel like sea shanties were like rhythmic for rowing, yeah, whereas true. the sail it seems it's more like hold that, now let it go. You know, and, <laughs> don't sing about it, just do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought like acrobatic. I like I see people like they have to like duck underneath the. I don't know what it's called. The boom. The boom. Sure. Yeah, it's rightfully named. Because <laughs> it goes boom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get boat, boat bites. Boat bites. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I, I got so enthralled by, like, you know, car ride. Did you, did we go into the whole uh, post song uh, song flute? Like, your... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your musical your education. Musical, yeah. So your oh. family was musical. Yes. There was a song flute involved <laughs> somewhere. No, but, yeah. Right. I, uh, I started, I you know, started taking piano lessons, and I remember my dad... <laughs> you know, sitting me down, kind of going, okay, is this something you'd, you'd want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's probably one of those parent mind tricks, you know, where sure, sure. leaving it up to me, but it's kind of not, you know? Definitely. And, uh, and so I said, yes, he said, okay, but if you say yes, like, we're gonna, we're gonna hold you to that and mm-hmm. kind of like, we're gonna reinforce that practice, you know? And I'm like, yeah, but I want to do it, you know? And, mm-hmm. and uh, so, you know, I started taking piano lessons and, you know, after about a year and a half, I really wanted to stop. You know, and my mm-hmm. parents were like, "No, mm-hmm. this is something you agreed to, so we're gonna we're gonna keep keep going." And so, but one thing my dad did do, you know, he knew some some chords. You know, play. You know, he'd lead worship in church and that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. and playing guitar chords on piano, and uh, he'd start to show me how to form some of those chords, mm-hmm. and it became like, you know, he said, "Okay, so you practice your note stuff." you know, for 20 minutes in the last 10 minutes, you can start practicing chords. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we kind of flexed that way. And I just really started getting into it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, then because I was able to play chords, um, there was a community jazz band led by Ricky Peterson called Jazz Tracks. And uh, it was made up of sixth and seventh graders. And she Aww. put together like a jazz big band. Mm. And uh, she's so just, cool. you know, total volunteer, just, mm-hmm. And uh, it was all kids that went to to Kellogg, but then when they okay. went into went into middle school, you know, all different middle schools, they they kept the band together. Okay, cool. this band stayed together for like six years. Wow. Huh. Um, and you know, we just went through so much. I mean, there were high school groups, you know, playing festivals, and they're learning their four song festival set, but we were playing like two to three hour big band dance gigs. Like wow. we really got into it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I remember, you know, playing chords and, you know, and, you know, worship and stuff. And you're using the sustain pedal a lot. And we had like sure. clinicians come and he like physically walked up and grabbed my leg and took it off the, <laughs> pedal, the damper pedal, yeah. you know, during just while we're playing. And I'm like, 
whoa. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I've had to, you know, learn a lot and, and adapt, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, and I just fell in love with jazz, started taking um, jazz lessons from uh, Rick Helzer, an amazing jazz professor um, mm-hmm. who was at uh, St- San Diego State. So my mm-hmm. dad would drive me out there, you know, in high school. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I just was able to play and then, you know, gig in high school and college and then coming back down here, you know, I was able to get into a couple bands and like we just played on, um, just played yesterday at uh, Mira, Mira Mesa College. And we got to have uh, Willie Murillo, just a fabulous trumpet player from, you know, who's like studio musician and just just mm-hmm. awesome music and doing the history of the trumpet. So I'm really blessed to be able to play with some really awesome musicians in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. I get to do that. I get to teach and I get to, to play, and you know. That's yeah. cool. Definitely. It's, really feed your soul. It's just some of that life balance, too. It's like I yeah. can... You know, a, a call will come and it's like, oh, sweet, I, I have a gig, you know. And then yeah. when I don't, it's like, sweet, I don't have a gig. You know? <laughs> it's like, you've got time. So. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's really nice. You know, um, I'm glad that I don't have to rely. I'd be, I'd be a much better player if I would do that just full time. But um, I also, you know, I don't know if I'd be as happy doing that. Right. So, yeah. Mm. I think I think it's really easy to lose your joy when you're a professional musician and it mm. just becomes a job and I've seen too many professional musicians lose the romance. So yeah. I think it's I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, like, I think it I think it's really yeah, it's really mm-hmm. the, the type of person. I think I've seen some people yeah. do it and it's just awesome and I've seen other people where they just get sterile and kind of yeah. shun the audience a bit and just but mm-hmm. uh then I've seen some people try to be teachers and have that not be good either. So, yeah, so I think it's just the giftedness, you know, and, and yeah. uh, what, what, what better up. suits. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, so I, I would love to hear from your perspective what the last few years have looked like as you've gone from kind of a standalone guy teaching your mm. little music program at Discovery to now there's like 40 people at our music yeah. teacher meetings. Yeah. 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 What's that looked like for you? just such a blessing yeah. like mm. it's just the coolest thing to like have like a community of like-minded mm-hmm. teachers <laughs> i mean i didn't get to experience that for the first you know half of my career yeah so the fact that like we have a group of us that you know when you have those rough days which we all do mm-hmm. and then you go to a music teacher meeting and you're like, oh man, here we go. Uh-huh. And then somebody shares a story and you're like, oh yeah, see that's, no, I've had good days too. And it's uh-huh. like, it's just really solid. And for, mm-hmm. you know, just that, that wealth of knowledge and experience and, you know, I can call one of you guys up and mm-hmm. what are you doing for this song? And it's just really, it's giving and sharing is caring and, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, everybody's really selfless. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think open uh, group. Yeah, it really is. So I think that's been the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think just the ORF training, just going through something like that together Mm -hmm. has been really solid for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's really helped to kind of bond us together as as a group. That's when we met Iris. Yep. Yes. (laughs) So when I was in kindergarten. (laughs) That's when I became obsessed with this relationship. I didn't even know you guys were married till like the last day of Orp. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. So we're that romantic with yeah. each other. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, you guys were there to bond with everybody, and yeah. I think it's really yeah. neat. Yeah. So, um, well, she she just lo- she just loved watching me in movement because because I'm you know she's a, she's a mover like <laughs> she is anytime we're like yeah. you know anybody want to play recorder or play the mallets or play you know percussion or if you want to hold a scarf scarf you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was Iris you know well so. we've had so an ongoing though. joke in our district too that hands oh, yeah. didn't have scarves for 
years. It's just like <laughs> like somebody would make a comment at every meeting for years yeah. about. So when are you gonna get scarves, hands? I know. And just this year, and I I think I've used it probably every day. Mm-hmm. Probably oh, every day. Look just at that. this, this the past scarf. year, right? Yeah. Yeah, you had some kids late, do some pretty yeah. cool stuff with scarves, right? On stage. Well, do we want to oh, go there yet? Let's you want to go, go there? there. Yeah. Sure. All right. Shall we go there? What did you do with your scarf? Get your yes. tissue box ready. Get oh. your scarf ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're multi-use. You don't want to use that scarf twice. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, the scarf is an interesting segue, but sure. <laughs> so... <laughs> That All was right. the first thing I saw when I, with the video. I was like, hey, he's yes. his scarves. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, okay. So, well, to backtrack a little bit. So, with um, with uh, with our orchestra, we did the second or first first collaborative concert. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, correct. At the library, correct? Mm-hmm. That yeah. was the very first one? Yes. Yeah. Go listen to that um, podcast. Slayed. Yeah. That, and that year, um, you know, and year to year, it's always different. I, I had just a couple kids you know really take really take to their strings Mm -hmm. and um you know half the group better than me at strings Mm -hmm. so that's a good sign you Um, stayed one step ahead hans of some of these kids i would say no no. okay some of these kids i would say i saw them the year before Okay. So yeah. I was like, hey, so you just saw... keeping up." No, <laughs> I, I'd like to. <laughs> and then they I passed should. you. <laughs> no, they they did pass. They I did know pass you're me. a good teacher. Um, yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. But that year, you know, I think especially just I had uh, a, a lot of interested kids in strings that were just really, really into it, and uh, were really bonded together. Mm-hmm. And uh, we played. They did a great job. You know, tough some tough arrangements. They, played, they, they were playing middle school arrangements. Yeah, mm-hmm. they yeah. they rocked it. They did a really great job. And um, uh, so Jacqueline, VH1, Save the Music. She mm-hmm. was there with Lauren, mm-hmm. and they were both there and, and saw. And and Jacqueline was like, I'd love to be able to partner with with this school. And because I was a um, um, not a Save the Music school, but a Promised Neighborhood school. Oh, and I was like, that. yeah, I was the only school that was like the Promised Neighborhood grant for music. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, such a blessing that I got to do it. But I was also a bit disjointed from right. all, all of the other grants and supports in the district. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, knowing that we had stringed instruments, she's like, I wonder if there's a way we can you know, still partner. And so over the next two years... Um, I got to become one of the VH1 schools as well for mm-hmm. the ORF package because I mm. I had strings oh, okay. and rhythm sticks like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah okay. and, and we did have some you know some barred instruments but I think it was like a total of twelve and that was including four that explains spiels. why your instrumentarium is off the hook yes yeah. I drool over that yeah I yeah know. that's why I like to not have teacher meetings at my school because I just like, hear you teachers have so like many xylophones. <laughs> I can I can smell the jealousy you know no I'm not jealous I'm celebrating it. <laughs> That he does have orchestra and or what? I do, yeah. yeah. But you got those huge deep bass bars. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Like that's because my principal rocks. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll see. That was yeah. her. We're, anyway. we're jealous too. Everybody's I know. jealous. It's true. And we all love each other. We do, and I'm not sharing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have my bass bars. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, um, so because of that, we got you know now we have like a full orf instrumentarium mm-hmm. and. Um, which is a huge blessing, and it was Broam that funded it. The funded the um, the grant for VH1 Save the Music. Broam is run by the band Switchfoot. Switchfoot, which mm-hmm. is so cool because I've been a fan forever. Right, like <laughs> forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Switchfoot has John a lot knows. of yeah, fan I, I girls around John this knows, table. Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. John and I could fan girl over Switchfoot oh, yeah. all day. Yeah, I love it too. And like they're you know. 
just side note, I feel like they're like digital and analog. Like they've mm-hmm. got like modern, mm-hmm. you know, modern sounds, but with like real rock band drive. Mm-hmm. And they sing about like great stuff, like, you know, just trying to get your head out of materialism and just, you know, mm-hmm. all the stuff that just really drags us yeah. down. Like it's really cool to have some mm-hmm. redeeming lyrics. Above and, surface level lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Well, and but, their music is just complex. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Super you can dynamic. Like, Many mixed metered pieces. Yeah. Seven, eight, I know, five, I love four it. here and there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't sound like anybody else. They have their own sounds. Mm-hmm. So I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so because of that, we, uh, we were able to perform with them. They invited um, some of my kids to, um, to play with them mm-hmm. at, uh, at Broam which is like 20,000 people, you know, on the beach. So It's a big, like, surf festival concert that they host yeah. every year. So yeah. some of my kids, you know, have played for more people than I've played for. I'm not I'm not bitter, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, I mean, that's their, like, first big performance, and yeah. it's 20,000 people at the it's beach. It's amazing. It's so cool. Set the standard I, and for I them. I love <laughs> kids on yeah. stage like that because they just have no fear. They mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and am I mistaken? You had some of your orchestra kids in that ensemble. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed some of them. Yes. And I was so happy for them. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so I, I did, I took my, my orchestra. Again, it's a small school, so my orchestra is like eight kids. Right. Twelve kids sometimes. You know, I've had up to 16. It, it flexes. Sure. But um, so I kind of went with those kids. Those are the yeah. kids that I know are committed to, you know, to be in an ensemble, to work together. Mm-hmm. You know, kids that are committed to being in rehearsals after school. And, um, and so... Basically, you know, the Switchfoot um, representative said, okay, so choose a song and see if you can kind of arrange it. We, we want them to use the instruments that the, that the grant funded. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so how, like, you know, bass bars aren't going to carry. <laughs> right. And how yeah. do we get them at the beach? And so I was just like, Yeah, orphan okay. instruments on stage. Right. Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, let's just sing and then use glockenspiels, mm-hmm. you know, because those things will cut. Those will cut into a yes. mic. For sure. And it's easy to carry. And um, so uh, I arranged Wonderful Feeling and uh, just made it work where they're singing and some accompaniment and, you know, one girl singing solo and, and, uh, she killed it. She yeah, did. She, they did a really good job. But mm-hmm. the funniest thing is we showed up at the benefit dinner. And so, you know, John Foreman, he's like, oh, yeah, come on back. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, and, and so he's, he's talking and said, okay, yeah. So, um, so we, we switched the key on this song. And then we kind of go into like this lean on me in the middle. And then we do. I'm like, uh-huh. You know, because it's not just vocal. Like we right. can't just. Right. I'm like, well, can we show you what we've worked on? And then we can kind of shift it and change it from there. He's like, yeah, that's great. And he's just super nice mm-hmm. and chill. Mm-hmm. And so, and my favorite video, like, wasn't the big one. I have video of us just backstage, you know, with the four girls singing with John. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it was like his first time hearing them and his reaction. He's just so warm with the kids, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so they sang through it and and play. They did a great job. And he's like, we, we've got to do that, you know. And so the band was like, all right, we got to remember how to play it in this key because when uh-huh. you know, they toured, you know, right. they're touring, it's playing it a certain way. And, yeah. you know, so that's hard, you know, so yeah. I, I really appreciated them flexing in that way. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure they couldn't use the video because too many people were crying. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking about it. It was mm. so It's, it's yeah. so moving. special when other people treat the kids that you love so much yeah. with just as much care as yeah. you yep. because, like, it's a vulnerable thing to mm-hmm. put them on stage and... I, yeah. I take so seriously their their emotional lives 
And so, like, to see other adults treat our kids with respect, yeah. like, nothing gets me. I just remember, like yeah, that. on stage at the benefit dinner, and he's just like, let's just give, you know, a round of applause for the beauty that's on stage. Ugh. And I'm just like, you know, for these kids, it's so yeah. cool. Right. It's the coolest thing. Yeah. So. And then one of his little girls that sang a solo on stage at Broam got to show that video to our board of education yeah. and give a speech about what it meant to her. And yeah. she, yeah. It, the audience was just full of music teachers, and we were all crying. Mm. <laughs> Red eyes everywhere. She spoke so eloquently. Mm. Um, yeah, she did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, it's really... That's just one of those things that they're going to carry with them for the rest of their mm-hmm. lives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But yeah. yeah. But more so for them. It's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it's a, it's a lasting memory, and you know I think they will always look fondly on... I, I think any musical thing they do, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it will be a part of their story, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Mm-hmm. So... And that's beautiful. Mm. You know, you talked before, um, I, I noticed a theme, which I think, you know, whenever we take qualitative research, you have mm. themes that emerge. And I, mm-hmm. I've noticed themes in all of these interviews. And yours are, and it's it makes your values clear. Um, it, I'm hearing a lot of openness is important to you, community. Um, music for you started in community with your family and Mm. you make music together and you've been such an important part of fostering that feeling in our community Mm. i came into our little group of chula vista teachers after almost leaving the profession Mm. um and feeling very alone and very burned out and the first time i met you guys was at um that meeting we had at the olympic training center and lauren walked me into that classroom and you were the first music Mm. teacher i met and i was Mm. a little nervous because the only other music teachers i'd met before when i was in a different school system was that weird competition that can kind of come from other music teachers sometimes and i felt nothing from you but warmth Mm. and openness and lauren lauren like introduced you and she was like he's been here longer than than anyone and he Mm. can help you and I don't have any resources to give you. You're going to walk into day one with no instruments. Hmm. We don't have a curriculum, but Hans has figured some things out. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, I'll help you. And, and then so, you took it and ran with I, it. <laughs> well, Grammy. Thank you. Yeah. Well, awesome. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, but, uh, but I'm just, I'm grateful for it. That mm. from day one, you were nothing but helpful and mm. I, and it's just spread. And well, I'm so. just so stoked to see other music teachers. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> they exist. Know. It's true. You know, mm-hmm. it's been so cool. What was like it the early cool. meetings like? I'm curious. Very small. You yeah. know, well, I can imagine like, that. But like, what were like discussions on and such? Feels long ago now. <laughs> yeah. Well, was it just I, I honestly, Lauren and a couple people? Or like who yes. was is you? It who was else me, was there? Uh, Michael Gray. Okay. Uh huh. Um, Andrea, right? No, no she, no. she, she joins us later. Okay. Lori, Maya. Lori, yes, and uh-huh. Maya. Yeah. Judy, little rag bunch. I think yes. I think Judy was there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a, a very small group. It was like if somebody doesn't show up to a meeting, the meeting is way smaller. You know, <laughs> um, we're missing twenty five percent of our participants. And I, I think for the first you know year or so, it was it was kind of like the way you were feeling in that moment, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Just like it was kind of like we just, you know, needed a therapy session of like, okay, I have nothing and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. What are you doing? And how, mm-hmm. I, I remember, you know, you guys had, you know, your, your, sorry, the strings, you know, the string or- orchestral or, um, instruments are coming, you know, the grant has funded them, they're on their way. <laughs> yeah. But like, they didn't come to like end of second quarter, Oof. Right. you know, yeah. and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is going to be awesome, but I have nothing. No and, materials. Yeah. And I remember right at the beginning too, I didn't, I, 
forgot about this part of the story is when I was hired for Castle Park, I mean, I was the only music teacher that was on the employable list. Oh. So, you know. So you were the only music teacher in the district, huh? <laughs> basically, that, oh. was, yeah. that was a district employable teacher. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and that was because of the hoops I had to go through, mm-hmm. you know, year to year at Discovery. Right. So there was a position open, you know, funded, but no one could really fill it. And so the principal and Lauren, you know, they were looking at me and, and, and my principal was like, I think rightfully so, like, I don't want to just hire you because you're the only one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And so I, I started as a sub at that school okay. oh, wow. um, for about two months. Mm-hmm. So I worked at sub pay um, with no, you know, real clear indication that I would be able to stay or not. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, and you have to build this program with nothing. And I remember after a month and a half or so, and Lauren brought like a, a bin of rhythm sticks. And I was like, oh my goodness, thank you. <laughs> you know, and that's how desperate we were for anything. Uh-huh. You know? I mean, I was yeah. bringing my, you know, any random instruments I had at my house. Sure, I was, sure. I was right. checking my keyboard, like my pro keyboard rig yeah. every day just mm-hmm. so that I could lead some things with keyboard. And, you know, I. Did you have a room? Um, no, I did not have okay. a room. I, I would set up in the. Uh, in the PD room, okay. mm-hmm. and then um, once once the string instruments came in, I had to use the uh, the cafeteria, mm. and everybody's jealous of, of my chairs because I got like awesome They're musician beautiful. chairs. They have on music notes on them. But the reason why we had those is because I started in the auditorium mm-hmm. and I had to set them up, tear them down between each class, mm-hmm. because you know of all the movements. So I would do my general music in the PD room, and then you know, yeah. set up strings in, in the uh, auditorium. It was not fun. No. I mean, it was awesome, but as a year one string teacher and having to set all that up back and forth was it's, was tough. But I just love how every single material that we have in our classrooms has a war story attached oh, yeah. to it. Oh, yeah. It's like, we fought for that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I fought for that rhythm stick. That's right. You know? I just, <laughs> as you were saying that, I, I just had this flashback that I'd completely forgotten about till now. Like my first month of teaching, I went to the dollar store and I bought like dowel rods to use mm-hmm. for rhythm sticks. Yep. And it was, they they were colored. They had like, Die and it was a hot day, oh. and the kids' hands like by the end <laughs> of class were covered. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! You've been to music class, haven't oh you? Oh my gosh! It's <laughs> a nightmare. Red-handed. Yeah, yeah, right, and blue and green and every color of the rainbow. I'm like, don't touch the walls. Uh, oh man, yeah, the things that we've we've been through, mm. but to see what we've built now, to yeah. see now you have a beautiful space to teach yes. in with natural light that's yep. decorated and organized. We were also one of the first schools that, you know, renovation schools. Mm-hmm. I think that was my second or third year. Mm-hmm. And again, that was tough because the schedule is different. You know, my family's used to being crazy during the quarter and hardly seeing each other and running from this to that. But then mm-hmm. once we hit break, it's like, dude, we're on break. Together, yeah. And we were all on the same break. It's the coolest thing. Yeah. But that year was really tough because the modernization schedule... Yeah. was different you know so your breaks was, didn't line up with your kids yeah that was, was tough yeah but uh but now i mean i have a, a really solid room you mm-hmm. know with uh, a lot of great support from my principal and from my staff um and then a full instrumentarium so now it's just like okay now i, I gotta make the best use of these and what's the you know what's the best thing and we have just tons of options yeah. now yeah. which is nice but still trying to sort out you know i feel like every year is like Okay, well, let's try this. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but it's, it's like kind of no hard to get method. out of that inventing oh, yeah. mode. You know, no, I, yeah, I was yeah. just about to say, like, every year I feel like you've been expanding in, in some sense or another. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. this past year, you just got the orphans from Terry. Like, I'm sure when you first did Orf, 
that must have been quite the shift for you, right? Yeah, definitely. What was that like? Because did you did you have any understanding or acknowledgement of work before that? Uh, again, just just methods classes and you know music. Ed. Like this is so, a sure. thing that exists. So, yes. We understand yeah. this exists. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that shift like I, for you then? I think I think Orf really helped me think like a teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think more so than build curriculum for me, it's shaped who I am mm-hmm. and how I think of scaffolding something that I want to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just the emphasizing the importance of play, like it's got to be fun, and teaching music as a language where you've got to do it before you understand or can can even articulate what it is. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be able to do it first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I think that's really helped. I also think just. Uh, I remember Michael Gray, you know, talking in a meeting and, and uh, they're like, well, you know, how do we, how do we teach with that? How do we align with the curriculum? And she's like, well, pick a topic. What do you, yeah, you know, uh, rain. Okay. And so we uh-huh. wrote a poem and yeah. then like start adding accompaniment to it. And you realize, yeah, created okay. created iconic notation. To go right. with it. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, so this very difficult thing we do could be really easy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The method can be easy. Um, the work's not, but the the method is the process that you follow is always the same, right? Yeah, and I think I think the way I was teaching before is you know kids that were kind of naturally inclined to music mm-hmm. would take to it, yeah. and the kids that weren't wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so I think Orf especially has helped change. Like I, I've got to think holistically as a classroom sure. and think, okay, I've got to try, I've got to try to meet all of these kids, and so. Um, when you're talking about community, even like my behavior management program, it's it's all about ensemble. It's, you know, mm-hmm. we're not a performance ensemble, but we are an ensemble. We're trying to work on something together. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think that's It's so important for our kids to understand. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was lucky to uh, student teach in Chula Vista at the beginning, and then I got to observe you. And something that really stuck with me, I thought you were a really good strings teacher, by the way. Oh wow! Um, but that also, says a lot for me. No, seriously, <laughs> I it was a stamp of approval. I oh. I thought all the kids were engaged and mm. they were following along. And well, yeah, give them all a stick and they're happy. Oh man, you just pushed that one. I was just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but um, no, I the other thing that really stuck with me was like the classroom management and so i'm wondering because you just had a really good um not only rapport with students but it felt very structured and Mm. safe and when you know when kids were pushing the limit you kept things in within um boundaries that you were comfortable with Mm. so i'm wondering if you have like you know just like a tip or like one or two things Mm -hmm. that you would um like to pass on to someone that's listening yeah so i just i believe in you know simple rules but those rules don't change mm-hmm. like and i feel like that's structure and it can be strict but it's still structure that kids can feel safe in mm-hmm. um, and kids will challenge it and this isn't perfect doesn't work for everybody i don't think any one system does uh so i just you know acronym music and make good choices use equipment properly speak when the time is right Involve yourself in all activities and cooperate with others. So those are my five. Those are solid. Um, mm-hmm. And then, um, so I, I went to like a kind of a clip system um, where they're numbered. But again, it's all about ensemble. You don't move up. You don't move down. We're all an ensemble. We're all working together to make this function as a place of learning for everybody. 
Um, and anything that you want to do in that moment that kind of takes away from that is is not conducive to what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, as you know, I'm not trying to be selfish with my time. Don't try to be selfish with your time. Like we're all working together, and these five rules are going to help us do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically, if I have a student that's that's not following one of those rules, um, I'm able to just walk and quietly say to them, "Can you can you go move your magnet to make good choices, please?" And then boom, continue just just teaching. Yeah. And um, so I've tried that now for three years. Again, there's some classes that this does not work with, mm-hmm. um, but I'm struggling to find something that will, right. you know, produce perfect behavior. It won't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, if, when you find it, <clears throat> for, let us exactly. know. put it on teachers, pay teachers and make a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple specific classes that I was doing this for to mm-hmm. try it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I found is that it really helped my teaching for everybody. Mm-hmm. And those really tough classes are I'm just going to keep melding and trying to adapt. Yeah. But I found, you know, just across the board, it's been really great to to just be able to, to in a really calm voice, just let them know and then just move keep, on. just continue. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, and as it, as it, um, you know, if they have to move down again, then they, they sit, it's, it's not a timeout. It looks like a timeout, but it's not, it's like, this is a time of observation. Like I, I have to, it, it's not working. I have to remove you from the ensemble right now. Cause mm-hmm. it's, it's, you're not helping us out. So 10 minutes, can you just observe how the other kids are acting, mm-hmm. you know, and then they do that after 10 minutes, you ready to come back, mm-hmm. you know, move it back to ensemble. And then if after that they need another reminder and they move down again, then it's like, okay, I'm just going to write a, you know, a letter home to parents and mm-hmm. just parents bring it back and say, these are the rules they had a hard time following today. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't impact their classroom. It doesn't take away recess from them. It doesn't. Right. So I don't know if it's perfect, but I feel like it's working pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, until I find something better, I'm just going to keep using keep it. So. Hannah, I've mm. heard from other district employees who have worked with you about your classroom management. Mm. So I think it's working. Uh-huh. Awesome. Well, At least from the outsider's perspective. That's good. We're We're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. He's got it. There are so good. many, we've covered a lot of ground in this interview. Yeah. So thank you. Of course. I mean, no, thank I you for sharing. It. So it's just, I, it's, I feel like there's just been so many useful tidbits that you can just pull mm. from this. But um, I, so from what I understand, um, if things go the way, you know, we all hope they continue to go in California, there are going to be a lot of other music teachers in the position that we found ourselves in the last mm. few years where they're moving into communities where they have to um, start programs where mm. there have been none for a very, very long time. So I'd kind of like to end with maybe um, what has gotten you through and kept you going? What kept you in the job when you didn't mm. have materials for half a year and do you have anything that maybe you could speak to to, to be encouraging? It was, it was rhythm sticks, right? That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Those, those rhythm that, sticks. Yeah, she walked yeah. in. You're like, okay, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think um, I think for anybody that's kind of embarking in, I don't know, starting in a position where they're they feel pretty alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you need to just really become part of your school community. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I, I don't, you know, I didn't have a music teacher community, but I have my school community and I have you guys. Mm-hmm. And I think um, just always being a part of the solution, not being a part of the problem, not being a complainer. Mm-hmm. And just, I think by showing that you're willing to go the extra mile and really benefit the whole school, mm-hmm. then when it comes time to advocate for, um, when it comes time to say no at the right things and mm-hmm. say yes at the right things, you kind of have established yourself as someone who is really um, school and, and, and student minded. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's really important. So, 
you know, I would say, you know, I, at my school, I, I volunteer to take the schedule because mm-hmm. that's a hard job, but I also feel like I could do it and then also give the right kind of input into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's I feel really like, smart, but I feel yeah. like it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's really good for all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> it's one last, one less thing that other people have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just jump in, help take charge, know when to let go and, and when to jump in with both feet and be flexible because mm-hmm. that's what we have to do. That's right. Don't be a complainer and just try to get along well with everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and buy rhythm sticks. Buy rhythm sticks that, <laughs> that are not... And scarves. And scarves. And rhythm sticks that are not dyed with yes. poor quality. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say... Uh, I think that you guys doing this is a really, really cool thing. Thanks. So Thank you. I really appreciate the fact that you're like creating something that other people can listen in on and whether it's two or 2000 or, or whatnot, like, yeah, I think it's really awesome. Thank so, you. I'm Makes a big sense. fan. We're, we're hoping that the right people find it who need yeah. to hear it, you yeah. know? And if you did and you found it helpful, <laughs> you can let us know. <laughs> Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, well, that's actually, actually a good really segue. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Hans, do. I do appreciate you being one of our first. But yeah. if anyone else, we want to find more. Well, seriously, we want to find mm-hmm. more. And one way that, that would help us a lot is if you are watching this. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah, cameras. <laughs> cameras. Right. <laughs> um, cameras. It would be super helpful if you subscribe, just because it helps more people get visibility for this. Because yeah. as we mentioned several times on this podcast and several ones before. It's the community that really makes us mm. stick. That's so right. more visibility allows more people to watch us and more people to learn and be a part and engage in our community, not just in, in Chula Vista, but you know, in the United States and the world beyond. Yeah. Um, so subscribe, please. And also, it would be super helpful if you leave us a review on iTunes or any podcast service. Sorry. Any podcast service. Uh, the most important part, Chris. I know. You ruined it. We accept Sorry. five stars only. Only five stars. Four yes. and a half, we maybe, but um, yes, please do uh, give us a review so that once again it helps with our visibility and we can keep on having these things out here. Um, also, I'm sorry, I'm being really noisy right now. You're not forgiven. This is um, not first piccato. Keep going. And lastly, uh, if you have any questions or you want to share your thoughts or you want to speak to us in some collective form, you can always email us at uh, chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. That's right. Yes. And we'll be really pumped if you do. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. If you're in the area, they'd love to have you come by the office. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. All right, so this is our, so uh, we've been doing spiccato. 
So we've been taking turns bringing random objects and telling how we would use them in the music room. So oh, wow. these are um, some of my boys' favorite toys. Um, they are magnet tiles. These ones, the brand is called Magnet Tiles, but there's plenty of off-brand versions. Um, so because we're not being so paid cool. by magnet they're tiles. They're really fun. No, <laughs> Although magnet tiles, if you want to, if you want to sponsor us up. the podcast, <laughs> you can email us at sponsors. <laughs> That's right. Um, so what do you think? Hmm. You may take a minute. You can play with them. Our podcast yeah. is going to be so like. I know it's going to be really noisy. Well, for me, as like the fact that I'm magnetic, one thing I'm really thinking about is um, not just doing like plastic anime, but also like connected. Oh. Can you forms. explain what that means? Yeah. I wish I could. Unpack. <laughs> could you unpack that for me? Uh, someone who has a- connected. So, are we thinking of movement no, no, no. activity? Well, for some plastic anime, could someone oh, define that for me? I have me? no idea what those words I mean. I remember um, from Dalcro's. Yes. Yeah, it's essentially. I bol- if I get this right, um, it's a it's not it's a non choreographed <laughs> children. <laughs> it's a non choreographed. Form of movement and dance where people, um, where individuals are moving to the music in some mm. way, shape, or form. Okay. So what I'm looking for is having people pose, but also posing in connected ways. So if I like do a po- like if I do like a weird, I don't know. If I do a dab, there we go. Um, I connect with hands, and then hands then connects with Zoe, and Zoe connects with Crystal, and we form something new and collective. Cool. Mm. So you move, and then you freeze, and you have to be connected. Yeah, and then we can way. also inco- and then also add on to uh, so the geometric digression uh, okay. activity we've done before, where like you know we would count down sixteen beats, and then eight beats, choose a new pose, mm. four beats, new pose. So build a sculpture, and then by beat you shift it. Mimic, mimic it with your body, mimic your sculpture. Sure. I'm having trouble with the connection with the magnetiles. The magnetiles is connecting. So I'm I'm I don't even know. I, I guess maybe you just say the fact. Oh, just like acknowledge the fact that they connect at different points. Yes. Got it. Okay. The more theoretical form. Okay, mm. understood. Anybody else? I would love a um, math connection. Mm. Being someone mm. that struggled in math, mm-hmm. I appreciate anything that will make it a little easier. So, like, you know, we've got we've got squares, we've got um, triangles, um, uh, not equilateral. There isosceles. Oh, they're isosceles. Okay, because two sides are the same. Two sides are the same. Yes. We've got isosceles triangles. We've got. We do have some equilateral triangles and some squares. We do. Identifying what type type of shape, how many sides, and then the number of sides determining how many beats you have to move. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's next level, Miss Kumagai. I appreciate. Trying to get to that common core. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or as also as Watch we've learned from Lori, classroom. maths. Oh yes, maths. That's right. I think uh, maybe I'm too literal, but these look like very structural. Uh huh. I mean, I feel like you could like build, build with these things. Oh, you could. So I'm like, I'm wondering Make if. Make it intense. I don't know. It's a part of a story or something. So oh, okay. so creating the the scene plot um, or the the set of a of a scene in a book, mm-hmm. and then. Um, I don't know. I I was thinking of Joshua Block. You know, I just hi Josh. Hi Josh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just picture him having each group create a sculpture <laughs> and then people doing a gallery walk with it okay. and then attempting to recreate oh, those sculptures that'd be really with cool. uh, that would be fun. You know, with with just the people. So sit in a circle. Everybody makes their own statue, and then you walk around the circle and you stop 
and you imitate someone else's sculpture with your body. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. All, yeah, all nonverbal. Yeah. I, I get five out like of stars living, for that. Like a living, living art yeah. gallery. Oh my goodness. Or a literal I get five rhythm stars brick. To chaotic harmony. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was thinking I would use them. Actually, um, is as uh, as some sort of iconic notation. I haven't okay. done it yet, but they mm-hmm. connect so nicely. You could use it mm. to show form. Like if I used, um, you know, arrows for the beginning and end of a piece, and then have A B. Um, be green blocks and be be a mm. um, a yellow block. I think it would be kind of a, a nice way to visualize how a song is put together using different colors. Or if you picked the ones that are, um, you know, like the the little these these guys these little isosceles isosceles mm-hmm. triangles. Yeah, they're half a square, so they could be rhythm blocks. It would mm. be nice to show like this is one. Oh, I didn't even see know, those ones. The square nice. is one beat, and then you could have two of these oh, guys, and then it'd man. be like fractions yeah. right there. Yeah, it's fractions, and then it's also you know like Toddy. a quarter note, or there you go, or an eighth note, right? Or actually, um, one thing that I just thought about, as you were pointing out, like the note, like a connotation. Since these are magnetic, you could place these on the whiteboard. On the whiteboard. Yeah. And then you could do mixed meter stuff. Yeah, that's what I was just square, thinking. Square, yeah. square, How square, are still in your classroom. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. still at your house and not in your classroom. They're some of my kids' favorite toys. <laughs> yep, yep. They so make cool. a very... They, and nobody talked about the sound they make. They make yeah. a very distinct But everyone sound. heard hey guys, it. they make yes, this sound. You've heard it. We just lost 10 subscribers. It also makes this sound. Thank you, Jason, for staying with us. Wherever you are. Wherever. Um, actually, uh, because they make such a distinctive sound, we've totally <laughs> caught the kids in the middle of the night. Like uh, We're like, oh my gosh, we hear the magnet tile. Oh, what about something train? Ooh. I wonder if you could move or everybody adds to it as a... Okay, we should Battleship. Push. Yep. That's yeah. so bad. And then they crash together. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty fun. This is oh. almost as good as when we played with plastic dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Good cool. one, guys. You missed that one. Huh? Okay. Yeah. It was a good time. Oh, man, good spiccato, awesome. guys. Awesome. Okay, I believe it's time for Round of the Week. Round of the Week. Round of the Week. So we have this, since right now it is October as we're recording it. Um, who knows when it's going to be released? No one knows. No but, one knows. Um, I have a round for you guys. It's called The Leaves Turn Gold in the Fall. It was not in our round book. And if you're from San Diego, you have no clue what I'm singing about. We have like one kind of tree that turns We have color. one. Liquid amber. There's one. Yeah, the liquid amber trees. Right. But it's pretty exciting when it does. <laughs> we love them. <laughs> we love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> the leaves turn gold in the fall. Turn red, turn old in the fall. Fall down, turn brown, grumble and crumble under my feet in the fall. It's a complex one. Yeah. Can you echo it? Yeah. Echo it. The leaves turn gold in the fall. The leaves turn gold in the fall. Turn red, turn old in the fall. Turn red, turn old in the fall. Fall down, turn brown, grumble and crumble. Fall down, turn brown, grumble and crumble. Fall down, turn brown, fall down, turn brown, grumble and crumble. Grumble and crumble under my feet in the fall. Under my feet in the fall. Try the whole thing. Yep. First two lines. 
sure. We can do it. The leaves turn gold in the fall. Turn red, turn old in the fall. Fall down, turn brown. Grumble and crumble under my feet in the fall. So let's try it together once, and then Hans, you and me sing, uh-huh. and then you guys Boys, yeah, I'll follow you. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> so together, together first. One, two. The leaves turn gold in the fall. Turn red, turn old in the fall. Fall down, turn brown. Grumble and crumble under my feet in the fall. The leaves turn gold in the fall. Turn red, turn old in the fall. Fall down, turn brown. Grumble and crumble under my feet in the fall. Under my feet in the fall. Awesome. Cool. Just Boom. like we practiced. Yeah, exactly. Right. Five more times singing that. <laughs> it's great. Hans, where can uh, people find you on? Do you have a Twitterverse that you, or mm-hmm, Twitter that mm-hmm, you guys mm-hmm. you post I, on? I do. Yep. Yes. I know you do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. CPE Music. At CPE Music yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, CPE Music on Twitter. And cool. you can see some posts from like three years ago. <laughs> and, and more. And only one this week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, um, you post yeah. good stuff. You, you do. Post. Yeah. Oh, you should post more. You should. It's you know, true. This is really an intervention. There's no. Hey, there's no hey, recording anyway. Hey, if you could zoom do... in on Hans's face right now. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Let's up. do one a week. Okay. Let's do it. Come okay. on. Yes. Boom. Boom. Like awesome. Okay. okay. Um, you can Hashtag find me. I'll make one right. about Iris for you. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Hashtag Kinderlove. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So we had you guys meet. What? Yeah, How'd you guys meet? Yeah. Again, so, third time. Uh, fourth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Zoe, where can we find you? Um, you can find me at Ms. Kumagai. Cool. You can find me at Mrs. Pridmore. And you can find me on Twitter and also when this is released um, at Mr. Seligman, M R S E L I G M A N. Also, if you want to follow us as a collective uh, for Chaotic Harmony, we are at CH Classroom. I thought you were about to just drop a second personal. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, oh my gosh, she's going to get another one. I know. I post I, so much. <laughs> one account's not enough. I mean, well, actually, I, I, I do have a, a personal. Of I know. <laughs> I have three Twitters to work with, but. Oh, man. I've got like yeah. a normal human one and a music teacher one and a school specific. It's right. Of, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Good luck trying to find my personal one. I know. <laughs> Any, <laughs> I know what it is. Yes, you do. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Mm. Bye. Peace out. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore, Jonathan Seligman, Zoe Kumagai, and Mark Kamer. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com Dude, that was I... comforting to me because I was like, I was nervous, so.
Yeah. Not that you're nervous, but just stop being nervous. Okay. Stop that. Okay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just took the load off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have known that trick earlier. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, now you do. Now you do. <laughs> <laughs>